What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Smoking Jay, the fantasy fornicator of Bears, Brews, and the Bros. And I want to talk to you guys about Monkey Knife Fight. If you guys use the promo code DUBROS, that's D-A-B-R-O-S, they will match your first deposit up to $50. With football here, finally here, and all the sports, you know, taking action, make sure you guys get involved. There's plenty of prop games going on on Monkey Knife Fight. And it doesn't stop there. Monkey Knife Fight is allowing me to give away 10 $25 vouchers to use on MKF.com. For every five people that send me a screenshot showing me that you guys use my promo code, Dubros, I will enter you in a separate raffle and give you guys another opportunity to get some more free money. Let's go. Let's get this money. Let's have a great, great fantasy football year, basketball, baseball, all of that. Let's get this money, baby. Bear down. Hello there. This is Richard Dent. You're listening to the Bears, Brews, and the Bros podcast. Welcome back to Bears, Brews, and the Bros. Week two is in the books. Your boy, Smoking Jay, on the mic with my brother over there, Doc PLC. Fantasy Sweetness and Fantasy Renegade couldn't make it in today, but it's all good. We got your guys back. We are talking about the Bears' week two win. 17 to 13 over the Giants. Doc, let the people know about our new sponsorship and then let us know how you felt about this game. Okay, folks. Smoking Jay, thanks for the intro. Uh, we did get our first sponsor of our actual show, Smoking Jay, Fantasy Sweetness, Fantasy Renegade. They all got their own sponsors. We got one for our show. It's Half Day Brewing Company in Lincolnshire, Illinois. They are a brewery and a full service kitchen. They can cater to your parties, do whatever you want. Like I said, full kitchen, full drink menu, full bar. They're a great place. Uh, they're sponsoring us. We're giving them a shout out. You go in and eat there. You mention that you listen to our podcast, and boom, you get 10% off your bill. So pretty pretty easy. There's no code or anything. You just mention Bears, Brews, and the Bros, and they're going to hook you up with 10% off. Can't beat that. Uh, like I said, Half Day Brewing in Lincolnshire, Illinois. You guys can Google the address because I don't have that on me. Shut uh, up. Brewing, man. Yeah, they're they're fantastic. So as far as the Bears game goes, overall, I'm happy with the game. We got a win. That first half was great. I loved the Bears' ability to run the ball this game. Granted, you're playing the Giants, so it's to be expected. But that defense, you know, solid game all around. You know, when it came down to it, end of the game, you know, money on the line, they they pulled it out. They were able to hold it down. Uh, Smoking Jay, how you feeling? Yeah, so the, the game started off the first half, 17 points. We were looking good. Second half, we got shut down. That's, that's a bit concerning. Mitch did make some nice throws, though. Uh, I'm not going to be, you know, um, extra critical on him. Although his numbers, they weren't, like, nothing outstanding. The most important thing was that we did establish that run. Monty, man, Monty came to play today, man. He was laying down the boom on a lot of these guys, just, you know, just making sure, like, when they were trying to tackle him, he was making sure that they were feeling his presence. So he definitely did his thing. It was a very scary moment with him when he got kind of, like, you know, up and under with the tackle and he fell on his head. 
you know, it looked like he was going to be out. A lot of people were saying, he, you know, they should keep him out. But he came back and helped us seal the deal. Saquon Barkley on the other side, it uh, looks like as of right now, looks the reports seem that it's a torn ACL. Uh, what, what, what did you think? Um, yeah, that's what the reports are. Um, I lo- like, like I said, I love what David Montgomery did. He was vital to the Bears' win today. That injury was scary. You know, when somebody lands on their head, you worry about a neck injury. And so I was just thankful to see him up walking around, let alone coming back in the game. Man, I feel for Saquon Barkley. He's such great talent, and he's had some big injuries in his career. So it sucks, and hope it, you know, hopefully he recovers and gets well soon. Yeah, man, hopefully. Now, let's – okay, let's, let's break this down, and let's talk about the quarterbacks. You got Daniel Jones on one side, and you got Mitch Trubisky on the other. And there was times during this game I was like, did Mitch put on a Giants uniform? <laughs> I'm not going to lie because some of the plays and some of the decision-making that was going on over there, I was like, holy shit, like that, this guy looks like straight hot garbage. Like Daniel Jones really sucks. Like he's bad. Like we think we have problems over here with Mitch Trubisky, which we do. You know, he, it's still unclear what's going to happen with him. But the Giants, they, they got some problems over there with Daniel Jones, man. How, how do you feel about Danny Danny Dimes over there? The Takashi 6'9", of football, dropping dimes over there, so they say. Man, as far as Daniel Jones goes, I don't hate him. I, I don't hate him. I think he's okay, but, man, he does turn that ball over. He has to clean that up. Uh, you know, overall, he had no touchdowns, one interception. Uh, so that's not that's not a great stat line. He threw for a lot of yards, but, you know, I I like Daniel Jones. I think he's got a bright future. If they can get some offensive linemen in there to protect him and maybe teach him, give him some uh, stick him or something so he can hold on to the ball, and he'll be good. Yeah, man. Um, I just, with Mitch Trubisky today, he had two touchdowns, two interceptions. Bradbury of the Giants, he made some plays, and both of those balls were thrown Allen Robinson's way. One of them was uh, Mitch was just forcing the ball. He was forcing a ball at A-Rob, and Bradbury stuck his hand in there, and it popped up in the air, and they ended up getting that interception. The second one, the second one was the ball could have been thrown a little bit better, but it wasn't in a horrible spot. I'm not going to blame it on Mitch all the way. Bradbury did have his back turned, so I understand the throw. I just wish it was a little bit more towards the sideline and a little bit more in front of Allen Robinson. A lot of times when Mitch misses – he underthrows the ball, and it looks like he just underthrew it just a little bit. And Bradbury got lucky, though. But at the same time, I think he read Allen Robinson anticipating the pass coming in, and he jumped up with his back turned and was able to corral that ball in. So, you know, props to him uh, making a hell of a play on, on our, you know, our number one playmaker. I will say one thing, though. Matt Nagy in this game, he showed me that, you know, once again, he's not a reliable offensive coordinator or head coach. There was, I think there was a third and one. We tried to throw the ball or something like that. When we, when we were just running down the field, just marching down the field, running, Dave Montgomery was just doing his thing. And then we decided to throw the ball. You know, we ended up not getting the first down. And again, second half, zero points from the offense. Like what did the giants make adjustments on defense and stop us? 
is that really what happened here? Like the, the Giants defense, again, I can't even, besides Bradbury, I can't even name another player on defense here. I can't either. Normally, normally I'm good. I can name a couple players. Nope, couldn't do it. Um, I don't know what happened in that second half. It's like Matt Nagy tries to get too cute. Just keep running the ball down their throat. They were having trouble stopping the run. I don't know why we're trying to get cute. I really don't. Like, if the, it's the New York freaking Giants, they're not a great defense. Go run the ball. Give David Montgomery the ball. There's no reason this game he shouldn't have had 100 yards. He didn't. He had 82 yards, I believe. So he, he should have had 100 yards. you got to feed him the ball. Even bring in Cordero Patterson and run him with the ball. That don't, like I said, he got way too cute trying to throw the ball around the yard. In my, my opinion, Mitch Trubisky shouldn't have had 28 passes. It, it should have been a 20-pass game, just relying on that run game. What do you think? Yeah, yeah I mean, for sure. The, the run game was – our line was looking great. They were blocking really nice for the, for the run game. Uh, Mitch, you know, wasn't impressive through there. I mean, that Darnell Mooney – you know, a touchdown was very nice, though. I like how he scrambled and bought some time because that, that's something that Mitch can do. He can buy some time. He'll always do that. It's just his decision making after that. And he was able to find Darnell Mooney, who we spoke about last week. Remember I told you guys, I was like, hey, you know who I really liked in this game? Darnell Mooney, he had three catches. He looked really nice this week. First touchdown of his career. Mitch found him. And I will say this, Mitch – doesn't throw the crispiest balls, man. Some of these balls were just like they were just like they were. There was not a nice spiral on them at all, lame, man. They, lame duck throws, we might say. There you go. Thanks for helping me out with that. It was just it was bad to look at, man. So he needs to clean that up. You want to throw that ball with a nice tight spiral so it can get there exactly where you want it to go. So Mitch's got to clean that up. Other than that. Um, you know, we got to emphasize that run game. Keep it going. Don't give up on it. To score only 17 points against the Giants, that's scary. That's very scary, man. Like, I'm really worried about the Bears moving forward as far as their offense goes, not the defense. The defense gave up zero points in the first half, 13 in the second, 13 in the whole game. I'll take that all day. The Bears scoring 17 points in the first half, and scoring zero in the second half, that's concerning. And I'm not going to blame it on Mitch. I think it's a little bit more on Matt Nagy here. What do you think? Um, I agree 100%. I blame Matt Nagy more than I blame Mitchell Trubisky. I'd be curious the time of possession as far as, you know, the game goes. Because I know first half, the Bears dominated time of possession. And in the second half, I just think they got away from – the script they had in the first half again with David Montgomery had he should have had eight more carries in my opinion take Mitch down to 20 passes give David Montgomery eight more runs and you're looking at a better game script and the Giants wouldn't have even had that chance to take the lead at the end of the game thankfully thankfully the defense came through 135 rushing yards. That was very nice for the Bears. Uh, the 169, not impressive at all, especially, you know, versus this defense. That That's what I'm worried about. And next week, 
if I'm not mistaken, we got a matchup against the Falcons. Um, <laughs> we need to get it together, man. And we, we need to be ready to put up some points. And that, that's what I'm worried about because our defense, yeah, they could keep us in games, but at some point our offense has got to step up, man. At some point our offense has got to take charge and let the defense rest. In this game, we did have the time of possession in our favor, 34 minutes and a half to 25 and a half, which is cool. And that's a big credit to the run game. Matt Nagy needs to stick to the script. He needs to give keep feeding Monty. Mixon Patterson, okay, but Mixon Cohen here, you know, here and there as well. Just keep Monty fresh and don't put all the stress on Mitch. Do not do that because, you know, as of right now, we can't trust Mitch to like score a lot of points. And, and that's everybody knows Mitch can't handle that pressure. So you you are right though. Next week the cool. Bears are against the Falcons. So let's. I mean, I think we covered this game pretty well. We know that second half had some issues. Uh, let's go. How are we looking next week? We're going up against the Falcons, who are zero and two, and the Bears are two and zero. But that's a high scoring Atlanta offense. What do you think is going to happen, Smoking Jay? So I did notice in that Atlanta game that Julio dropped the ball. I'm talking about Julio Jones here. And I also saw him kind of limping a little bit here and there. Kyle Fuller is going to have to have one hell of a game because we need to play Julio Jones one-on-one. Because on the other side, they have this guy named Calvin Ridley who is a burner, a route tactician, if you will. This guy gets open with the best of them. So we need Jalen Johnson, the rookie. I mean, we're, we're about to find out how good this kid can be. Go ahead. Here's, here's my question. Would you take Kyle Fuller and actually put him on Calvin Ridley? No, no, I, I can't do that, man. I, Kyle Fuller, as of right now, to me, he's well, he's he's our number one guy. We need to put him with their number one guy, who is Julio Jones. Are you Just sure because it's not Calvin, Calvin Ridley has been getting well. Are you sure it's not Calvin Ridley now? Well, you know, Calvin Ridley is going to come up. I have him in my dynasty. I like hearing you say that. You know, it's, it, sounds, it sounds great to my ears right now. But, look, the truth of the matter is Julio helps him, bro. He does. Julio draws the attention. He was dra- drawing double covers today at, at times. Maybe not the whole game, but at times he was. And that helps, you know, Ridley. It helps him a lot. And that's why I'm saying Kyle Fuller, we need him to, you know, you're not going to shut Julio Jones down, but you're going to have to make some plays and you're going to have to make Matt Ryan look the other way. And when he does, that's the question mark. Ridley, how are we going to handle him? Hayden Hurst, how are we going to handle him? Todd Gurley, if I'm not mistaken, he was a non-factor today. Or he didn't play a major part, at least. They put up a lot of points. Right. The Bears were getting dashed on, on the ground by uh, Deion Lewis, even. I, was that, is that it? Is that right? Yep, Deion Lewis from the Giants was today was even getting some starters. So, so yeah, it's, a, it's a little scary, man. You know, the Giants, the game script, the way it came out, they couldn't run the ball that much, especially with the whole thing with Saquon. I'm worried about those receivers in Atlanta, man. What, what are you worried about the most with this matchup coming up for week three? I, I'm on the same page as you. I'm worried about where, what the Bears are going to do in the secondary. That that front four 
has to get pressure. The the Khalil Mack, Robert Quinn, Akeem Hicks, they all need to step up big time because we can't be sending, we can't be blitzing. We have to have the front four dominate. Khalil Mack needs to step up and put pressure on Matt Ryan. That's the only way, in my opinion, the Bears have a chance to win that game. You have to keep Matt Ryan on the ground. Don't let them run the ball, and don't you can't be forced to blitz because I think if you blitz, that receiving core of Atlanta is just too good. They're gonna get somebody, whether it's Hayden Hurst or um, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. Somebody's gonna get open. So that front four needs to step up so the back seven can make plays. Yeah, I love that. Point. You're right. If, if our if our pass rush if our pass rush puts that pressure on Matt Ryan, the way we know they can, we're not going to have to worry about Kyle Fuller being one-on-one on Julio Jones for that long each play. Same thing on the other side with Jalen Johnson on Calvin Ridley. So let's hope that we get that pressure up front. makes it easier on the back end. Now our offense. Run the ball. Atlanta is not impressive at all on defense, man. So – we better let's run the rock, give it to Monty, feed him early and often throughout the game. Let's take the pressure off of Mitch. After, then you can do some play action. Roll him out. That way he doesn't force feed, force these balls to Allen Robinson, which, you know, was worrying me a lot. Sometimes I feel like he does that too much. But, again, set up the ground game. Matt Nagy, don't get cute. Let's run the ball down their throats. Let's get it, man. We could win this game. We got the defense to match up against these guys, against anybody. Just feed David Montgomery. Stop trying to get so cute. Stop doing that, man. We got yeah. we got the line. We got the weapons, man. Let's go. Exactly. So that defense has to be top-notch, right? They need to play to their fullest potential. To help that defense – we have to have ball control. I want to see a time of possession higher than we had this game. I want to see a 40-20 split. That's what I want to see. Because then, in my opinion, that's how you win the game. If you control that ball for 40 minutes running the rock down Atlanta's throat, they're not going to be able to score enough points. That's where I'm at. For sure. For sure. So, like, yeah, I like that a lot. Because if we have time control like that that offense is off the field we need to win a time of possession run that rock don't get cute let's go man i will say this for this game i'm gonna give the game ball or the mvp of the game i'm giving it to monty i'm giving it to monty burns the the guy was just i believe 127 all-purpose yards touched the ball 19 times had a very nice touchdown run, yak, got targeted three times. He, he was just looking nice, man. I really like his game. And, I, and, you know, I expect him to keep, you know, hopefully keep getting the ball about 20 times per game. If the, Monty gets the ball 20 times per game, we're going to be in good shape. I agree. I agree. And it's just really the question mark. No, the question I... mark for me when it, comes to, when it comes to the Bears, the question mark for me is this. Can Matt Nagy stop trying to pull out all of his 
lame-ass tricks out of his bag. All these tricks, all these gadget plays, all these things that he wants to do, let's just keep it simple. I know we didn't bring Matt Nagy here to run an offense where we just hand the ball off. But you know what? We brought him here to win games, which is more important. And if handing the ball off to David Montgomery 20 times a game, 20-plus, is what's going to get us the wins, guess what? That's what's going to make you keep your job, Nagy. And that's what you got to do. That's where I'm at with that. Exactly. Well said. Uh, as far as game ball, I can't argue with you. I'm not David Montgomery, the game he had, I, I can't give it to anybody else. There's who, – who would you say on defense? I did like the way Eddie Jackson made some plays. I know he had an interception taken back because of pass interference, but he had eight total tackles. So that's – you know, he was fully involved in that game. I like the way he played. Yeah, I love, I love the way Eddie Jackson plays. I like that call. I think he was very – how can I say this? He made his impact felt. Without a doubt, he made his – you know, it was a penalty. You know, we saw the play. It was a penalty, but that's fine. He led the team in tackles today, him and Roquan Smith. Very important that both of those guys are mentioned every single game. We need to hear their names throughout the game making impact plays because at times Khalil Mack disappears. He had a sack today, and that's nice. Akeem Hicks today had a sack as well, and that's very nice. But we need Eddie Jackson and Roquan Smith to be consistent from the middle of the field and the back end. That way, Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks, they could put that pressure the way we want them to. I'm over here looking at the box score. Trevathan did play. I, you know, I did not notice him the whole game. I don't neither, know if they limited it. I couldn't have told you. I couldn't have told you he played. Right. So I'm wondering. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna. We're gonna dig in. We're gonna look at the snap counts. This is like almost an instant reaction. You know, this is Sunday where we're going over this. But um, I want to look at the snap counts because we were talking about it last week. How Trevathan got burned on that one play where DeAndre Swift dropped the ball. And um, uh, Sweetness as well was saying how he looks like he's lost a step or two. So you got to pay attention to that snap count and see what's going on with Trevathan. And uh, we'll get back with you guys next week and let you guys know what we see. Or actually, we'll see what happens during the game. You know, see if he's, you know, really being pulled for um, Mingo over there. I don't even know his first name. I know he's got a different type of first name. All we know is it starts with a B. Barcavius. Barcavius Mingo, there it goes. The pride of LSU. He was actually a first-round pick for Cleveland, number six in 2013. So the guy's got to have some talent. That's that's true. Though he was picked by Cleveland, so. <laughs> Shout out Johnny Manziel. All right, man. I mean, I'm good. Again, this game it wasn't the prettiest. It wasn't the the. It wasn't the total package. It really wasn't. But we got the win. Hopefully we can move on and prepare for Atlanta. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough matchup if we can only score 17 points. Hopefully, Matt Nagy figures out a way to have a nice game plan with Montgomery be, being the featured, you know, player in our offense. That's what we're hoping for. Yep, that's that's what we are hoping for exactly. All right, man. I think I think we're good on this one. Uh, you know, bear the fuck down. We are two and zero. We are tied for first place in the NFC North. At the end of the day, we're pulling out those dubs. That's what's more important. 
Hopefully, Matt Nagy can make some adjustments on the fly heading into week three. We need them. We need to score more than 17 points to win games, to win games consistently in the NFL. So, Matt Nagy, get it together. Ryan Pace, if I catch you on the streets, I'm punching you in the face. You already know. Extend AR. The same way Allen Robinson extends for these horrible, poorly thrown balls from Mitch Trubisky, the same way he extends his hands out there for those balls, you need to make sure you extend them with a contract. Extend AR, baby. Pay the man. Pay that man. Hey, for my brother over there on the other side, Doc PLC, this is your homie, Smoking Jay. We will catch you guys on the next one. We are going to be dropping the waivers episode, so make sure you guys stay tuned. That is dropping on Tuesday. We're going to get all the fantasy football fanatics. We're going to get you guys exactly what you need to inject your lineups, your bench with those waiver pickups to help you win in week three. Bear the fuck down, man. Let's go.